0: And Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast today. we're talking about the honey hole, fact or fiction. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays REI land flipping blueprint. Guys, if you're thinking about getting in this niche, you've got to check this out. We've taken all the knowledge we've gained through the years of consulting and the hundreds of clients, and put it into this course. It's in an easy to follow video format. It's got all the contract scripts, and forms that we use in our daily business, and everyone that joins gets a free one on one training with either myself or Justin. So. If you're interested in learning more, all you got to do is go to our website at casualfridaysrei.com, click on the training tab, set up a strategy call, and we'll go over everything you need to know to get started. Hey, what's up? It's Friday. It's Friday. It is. Today's Friday, and it's Friday. And it's Friday. That's right. Yeah.
1: I wonder if our listeners actually listen on a day that it drops. So, like, we're like, hey, Friday, Friday. And it's really like Thursday to them because they're bulk listening for the last four weeks.
0: I'm sure there's a good mix. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure.
1: One of the things about our live, our, our group that I like to see is like, I'll hear somebody will bring up something they heard on the podcast in the private group. And then you'll have like six people be like, oh man, I haven't listened in a couple of weeks. Let me get caught up. And then I'm like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Slipping on your shows there, bud. Yeah.
0: I try and tell people about our closed group too. It's, um, there's a lot of what seems to be like cracking up, right? Mm-hmm. It seems like a group, like a group text message with your friends, right? Yep. It's. Fun. I don't know that everybody's closed group has that same stuff.
1: No, and I think it's because we've kept it small. And, you know, there were some people that were grandfathered in, but the majority of people that have gone through the course, they've been following the show, they've been to the live events, they've done those pieces of it. And we have some people that are very vocal in it and they try to help. You know, there's, Mm -hmm. I I see our answers, questions get asked, they'll ask it in three groups. Ours will have six responses, and other people have one or two. Mm -hmm. And usually it's one of our guys that's answered in our Mm -hmm. group is also answering in theirs too.
0: That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we have the best. Clients is that the word? Best group members. Yeah, I'm gonna say the group members. Yeah,
1: Because some of them aren't really clients. I mean, they may yeah. have done some consulting. Oh. They may use some of our resources. Yeah, but they have not bought the course. They don't need to. Some of them have. Some of them some have. Yeah. But in the closed group, that's why I kind of started there. Okay. I read a story or a proof of concept from one of our. He's actually a client. He's bought the course. He's been to live events. Both. Both live events. Um, so he's part of Project One, and. He made the comment of he had a little honey hole and he found one, another one, and he wasn't telling anybody where it was because the last time it, it blew up in his face. Hmm. And I started thinking about that term, the honey hole, and like, is it is it fact? Is it fiction? Does it seem real because it's in hindsight and they say hindsight's twenty twenty. Is there a such thing as a honey hole in the land investing niche? And I I started like, in my mind, I'm like questioning this, so- I'm throwing the question to you, Mr. Southie.
0: Oh, throwing it to me. I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I think by definition of what I think is the honey hole, if he found, if he sent mail mm-hmm. and he gets some really good response mm-hmm. and then he's the only one of very few people. Working it. Yeah. And he can send mail there every time and buy deals that sell quickly. Well, then I think that's kind of what the definition of the honey hole is.
1: Okay. But if you send mail there once and you get a good response, is it a honey hole at that point? Well, I don't know. You've got to do it multiple times. Like yeah. that's, like your, that's like your go-to. That's like
0: your go-to. Well, I could be mistaken because I don't remember the post exactly what all he said, but mm-hmm. I feel like he said he's going there multiple times now. He can always buy land. Is that right?
1: I thought he had a bunch come back from an original oh, offer from on one. the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So I, I like looking at like what people say and not unless they're like, hey, he's found this spot. Congratulations. You know, go like, he'll use it. Ter- the people will use a term. And I'm like, was well, that really, is that really right? Because. If somebody, if somebody was new and they saw that, they'd be like, oh, this guy's got a honey hole. I've got to go find a honey hole so I can make it in this niche. Mm. And so I'm like, I'm thinking back to myself to like mailers I've had, I've done well. Areas that I have remailed and did I do as good the second time? Or did I, if I did, could I do it a third and fourth? Could I always pull deals out of it? And I've been pretty open, like Brewster County, I think I've pulled, between me and three or four people that I've worked with, we've probably pulled 60, 70 properties out of there. Over the last three and a half years? Yeah, I was to say that, that wasn't one mailer. No, right? that's been so,
0: multiple mailers. So that could be your honey hole. Even though it's other people working it, it's been yeah. good for you to go back every time.
1: Yeah, apparently my marketing or whatever, my, my letter is striking with the right people and it's just constantly yeah. churning out deals.
0: Yeah, I was trying to think. I can think of one area in Northern California that I have not mailed multiple times. I mailed it once, mm-hmm. but I don't think very many people were mailing it. And I had a really good response. Is right? that one where I backed out a bunch because we're in FEMA, but yeah. like if I'm... Looking at them as a whole, like they were nice properties. They just didn't pass for me, right? Yeah. But I could have gone broke buying every property there.
1: Yeah. And I, so I'm glad you said that. You, you saw that you backed out on because of FEMA. There are some areas that we, like some investors, are able to make more profitable because they know the way that county or that state works. And so they know the nuance in it. They know that maybe that neighborhood is a FEMA or they know that if somebody is dead on this deed, I can get it around probate because of this, this, and this. And so they're able to do it. Like I would say that we have become pretty proficient in the state of Oklahoma with quiet title and death on deed and cleaning up those back things. Like We pay for it, but we mm-hmm. we know the right people to get in place for that. So sometimes we are able to make deals happen that other people wouldn't be able to do.
0: Yeah. Does that make it a honey hole, though? I think that you are not liking the term honey hole. Is that where we're at on this?
1: No. I, it's not that I don't like the term honey hole. I, I understand what the meaning is behind it. Uh, it actually makes me think of my grandpa. And it makes me think of, cause he, he was in a honey hole fishing club. Like, so like it was a bass, bass masters of Texas and they had the honey hole magazine. And so in my mind, I always think land investing is like fishing. You go out there and you throw a bunch of offers out there. Those are your cast. You gank a couple big lips, you get a couple small ones, and mm-hmm. then sometimes you land them. And so, you know, when you think about the amount of cast that you cast in a day and the amount of fish you actually get back, you know, it's, it's a lot like what we do. And so I like the term honey hole in that. Because that's what it, it works well in my mind for it, but sometimes you got to know the right bait or the right lure, or there's a certain technique to get the fish out of the log, and that's what knowing those nuances do.
0: Should we tell everyone what his honey hole was? No, I'm not gonna <laughs> do that to him. Not gonna do. Not gonna do that to him. No, no. I think I think that we figured it out though. Yeah,
1: I, yeah. we did. Yeah, and so he'll probably text or call and say, "Did you really figure that out?" Like, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I do. And he said in this thing, he spent a lot of late nights researching it. And figuring out some nuances with it, so I will add into that. That that's what I think is an important part to this is doing the research, understanding the the little pieces to that that you may miss. You know, if there's an HOA, if there's building restrictions in the county, like in Oregon, I used to get some properties back there that just looked beautiful to me, but they were if they were a certain class property. Like I can't, I'm going blank on the exact term, but non-resource land, you can pretty much do whatever you want with. If it's like, it's not forest, it's right below forest and non-resource. And I'm going, I'm drawing a blank on it. Somebody will probably correct me, but you can't build anything on it. And if to build it, it has to pass a template test and it's got to have so many houses in a quarter mile and it's got to have dedicated access. And I had some properties that were just beautiful, big, beautiful trees. Be great if you could get a county permitted cabin on it, but you can't even camp on it for you know, so many days. You can't just build a pad for your RV and it really hurts the value of that property. And those are little things that you learned after the fact. And that's why I'm like, that's so big on the hindsight piece. It's like, oh, it's easy to say that that was a really good county after you did it, Hmm. but can you replicate that elsewhere or identify those market situations and and stamp it over and over and over?
0: There's definitely something to be said about knowing the nuance of Mm -hmm. of
1: the places you're mailing, right? I mean,
0: there's why those certain people who they'll just focus on two or three counties their whole career and they know it inside out yeah. back before they know the treasurer's name they know them by they know their phone number, uh-huh. right? I just don't I don't know if that's for me though. I like going it's, everywhere.
1: It, I like that too. It's not for me. Like I feel when I hear those people talk and they're like, "Oh yeah, I know so and so at the county there. They always take care of me." And I'm like, "It's cool." Maybe I kind of feel like a little bit less about myself. Like maybe I'm not <laughs> as good as I should be or not as proficient. But at the same time. I can tell you most of the states I've worked in and like the things I ran into and I have people in those states and now after the time has gone by, we've put in the work, we've done it, we've got some teams in place, we understand who the right person to call is. I think that it's better to be able to replicate it in multiple areas and not just be stuck to, you know, hey, these are the only three counties I can ever get a deal in. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't have any problem with that at all. I think it's perfectly fine to be those two or three counties and you know them inside and out. I think that you should be able to take that and move it Mm -hmm. elsewhere too, right? How do you scale if you? Yeah. Well, um, maybe some of these places, you know, that have tons and tons of land, right? We know people who are experts at, say, like, Costilla County. Uh-huh. You know, the they'll make their whole career off buying in Costilla. But there's tons of land and there's tons of opportunity in Costilla. Mm-hmm. I think I'll get bored of that.
1: Yeah. It just becomes a machine just stamping it out like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Costilla,
0: Costilla. Got another
1: five-acre in Costilla.
0: Yeah. I say that's – I tell everyone I don't have any – Proof to back this up, it just seems like it. Costilla is the most heavily worked county in America. For <laughs>
1: you think so? I do. I Kiss do. Do to that. Alamosa, those Colorado counties, because everybody wants to be in Colorado. Like it's like this big, beautiful place.
0: Well, Costilla has a lot. Again, I don't have any facts to back this up, but I was told there's twenty six thousand five acre parcels in Costilla.
1: I believe the guy that told you that.
0: Yeah, and so it doesn't matter if there's two or three hundred land investors working there. That could be the honey <laughs> hole for all two or three hundred of them. Okay. Because they all seem to be buying i uh-huh. i don't know how much effort everyone puts into selling but yeah um i don't know you can make money there
1: yeah life's life's funny in that and that aspect and that's the good thing about this niche is that there's so many different ways to do it and you know what we say all oh, that and i think i don't think we ever tell anybody they do it wrong i think we say hey this is the way we do it and we're successful with it so if you want to do it that way great if you have another twist to it go do your thing boo
0: yeah go find your niche
1: yeah go do your thing boo
0: that's the great one of the greatest things to me is we're sending blind offers,
1: we're buying land,
0: mm-hmm. but we're not going to be in the same, not you and I, but just like you and someone else may not even cross paths. Mm-hmm. They may love quarter acre parcels and you may love 20 acres.
1: I love 20 acres. I love 20 acres for less than $10,000 that are worth twenty five to $30,000. Mm-hmm. I like one of those a month or one a week or 16 in the last six weeks like I've done. So I'll just keep doing that.
0: You like them more than these ones that we've been like. Hitting out of the park lately, buy for twenty five, list for ninety type of deal.
1: I mean, I love those two. <laughs> those are pretty good. Yeah. That's I was telling somebody about some of those deals and they just they were like, Dude. Wow. <sighs> I was like, I know, I know it's a little bit it's a little bit bigger than what we normally on the acquisition price, but we did we covered a when you cover eight states with mailers, yeah, you kinda have to fan it out a little bit. And the reason we did that was because we wanted to show real market situation. We wanted to say hey we didn't like hide from any there's no secret like county list we just said hey we're gonna go right over the top of everybody and what we got back was stuff that other people couldn't fix yeah and they they couldn't afford we could and that's sometimes that's how businesses that's how Warren Buffett does it he can walk in and buy coke Justin and Adam can't go walk in and buy Coca-Cola and raise it a penny yeah or the the BN yeah yeah Can't go in and buy a railroad. They'd laugh at me. (laughs) You can buy a couple shares. Yeah, I can buy a couple shares, not the whole damn thing. (laughs) So that's that's I I agree with you on that, and that's the cool thing about this. So, honey hole factor fiction. What do you go with?
0: I'm gonna give a Justin lawyer answer. Okay. Well, you see, (laughs) uh, I'm not gonna give you an answer. I don't know.
1: Okay. I Uh, think I think it is fact when you look at it in hindsight. It's fiction if you're looking at it as future. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay.
0: All right, guys, it's Friday. Hope you have a great weekend. Do us a favor, as always, go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, give us a follow, and a subscribe. And then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you Monday. See you guys.